Hey Jeremy. Hi Ralph. Uh, today we have a special episode <laughs> because it's extra short. We're addicted to this podcast. We can't stop recording. <laughs> well, uh, it, it, a little info, a little background for you guys. Uh, we both live in one bedroom apartments and we're both married to wonderful women. Mm, and Wonderful women. And we tend to tape in the weekend when our wives are at home and then the wives are stuck in the bedroom for an hour and a half or something. Well, now I make Kristen breakfast in bed uh, as a sort of like a Yeah, a I just kick Christine in the bedroom and I say, shut up. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I just no. I throw some I raisins at it. Yeah, Christina is a wonderful, probably the one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. So the thought of that. Is no, like, my wife is cooler. No, no, but but uh, both our wives are out of the house. Uh, Christina is traveling for work, and Kristen is out to get some onions or something. <laughs> no, yeah, because we eat so many onions. Uh, You're Canadian. No, all you uh, eat is onions. <laughs> She has like board meetings and stuff like that. She does a lot of volunteer work. So, mm. okay, but so this is an in-between episode. We'll probably do a full episode in the weekend. Uh, this is a, a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, a bonus episode. So, uh, all yeah, the episodes are free, but this one is also free. Well, yeah, and it comes with a mystery. Like, when will when will Kristen or Christina <laughs> be home? <laughs> yeah. we well, Christina's not home for two more days, so we can talk okay. for a while. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. So we don't even. And, we and didn't this even is know a very. We, there's no ad. This episode. There's no yeah. field recording at the end. Yeah, we, this have, is we have nothing. Just, uh, and so we should just get to it. We're, we're kind of going back to our roots, uh, yeah. which was uh, disorganized. Uh, so is amateur. this episode twenty five or twenty four and a half? Twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. And we did. We didn't. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, you asked me if I could talk tonight because uh, it was an opportunity, and I didn't really know what to talk about. But then <clears throat> something came up uh, at work today, and I thought, oh, that's an interesting kind of thing to think about because it's, you know, uh, I don't know. Here, I'll tell you what it is. So uh, today um, at work, I got some good news, but it's is it really good news? I'm not sure. And that's what I want to talk to you about, which was that I was uh, nominated, or my team was a product that I designed for a Webby. A Webby Award. <laughs> I thought about the internet and uh, the Webbies as this like 1990s thing. And the idea of awards, though, just in general, I thought, you know, is has relationship to design people that listen to this, but art people yeah. as well. So the like, Webbies are the Oscars of the web. Yes. Are they? Is that what they are? Like, if well, you go to their they, website, they it's define the category of Web Awards because they just started. So that's it. Yeah. So. So I mean, FreshBooks, where I work, we I submitted an application, but it's not more. It's more of like a credit card application. Is, is this one of like, those things where you feel guilty for doing good or something? No, but it's just like all awards. So this is true in design, but it's it's not true in art, maybe so much. But I know it's true. Like when you mentioned the Oscars, when you apply for an award, first of all, you have to apply. There there are a few awards, of course, where you're nominated without applying. But generally, in the professional domain, yeah, like it's design, it's a big market. It's a big business. Yeah, and it's actually yeah, there's a business model behind it. So usually, you have to pay an application fee, uh, and you're you know your your application is you still have to put in an application. You have to put some work in, and the thing has to be pretty good. Like there has to be there are judges uh, in the case of the Webbies. They're pretty uh, pretty good judges actually, and you but you don't really have any tra- there's no transparency about how they make their decisions. And so um, it's, it, I don't know, it feels really weird when you're applying because there's actually like a skip this step and pay right now or something 
like button I remember when I was doing it. So you it. can you can and, you can apply normally, but if you want faster and easier, you pay. Well, yeah, and you pay per category that you apply for. So maybe one award's not that expensive; it's like two hundred dollars or something like that to enter. But you, if you want to increase your chances, it's like buying lottery. And tickets, what what basically. made you decide to apply? Well, we had just like launched or redesigned our product, and so I applied for like a bunch of awards. Uh, and so it just you know it's but, so but the what reason made you decide do, why, to you know, apply why to would a you bunch? apply to award? Yeah, so you're expected kind of even though i have a philosophy of not applying for awards it's kind of a marketing thing right like um, but it's also a pyramid scheme yeah but it's also a pyramid scheme yeah but basically uh what what i the reason i want to talk about is because like if you don't get it (laughs) and you pay for it uh like when you apply for anything and i think there are exhibition models in the art world that kind of follow this 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 scheme you, you feel pretty bad. And when you get it, though, you feel this weird pride and you know that it's like it's kind of like there's a guilty pride associated with winning an award. I mean, in this case, we didn't even win. Right. They said so they they're kind of selling this feeling. Right. So we, we haven't won yet. We've just been nominated. And now people can there's a people's choice award. They it, can it, vote for us. It, it sounds like there's a lot of contradiction in your uh, motivation. That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's an interesting topic. So I, I wondered, A, um, Well, I've, I've been invited for exhibitions where they say, well, we have an administrative fee and we have a this fee. And then I say, fuck you. <laughs> that's, what, that's what an artist should say, right? Yeah. Right. But in, professional, uh, in the professional world, in design is the one I can speak to. But I know that there are awards in like, like customer service because we also apply for those at, at FreshBooks. And we've won those as well. Um, it's it's that it's, chicken or the egg thing where you always yeah. hear like the the coolest people say, "Oh, I would never do that." Mm-hmm. And did they get that? Fu- like, there's the Consumer Electronics Fair where everybody pays a lot of money to be mm-hmm. CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, and of course Apple doesn't go there, and they're the biggest company of everybody. So right. it's it's that same thing where. Um, the, so you're saying like not showing up. For the awards is, is yeah, kind but of it's like, the chicken or the egg question because you're kind of invisible. Someone and, has to, and be maybe the last Apple person. did a few trade shows in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's become really standard. So when you launch like a, a product or a website or something or a brand, like you know, and you, or buy a car, right? The like at the end of the ad, they're like, you know, they put up these awards, and most of the time, these awards again follow this model, right? This business model, and so you. It's become this thing of like, well, it, it's a way that we can assure people. They call it like an assur- a third party assurance. Yeah. Like it's not us that said we're great. Others yeah, yeah. think well, we're there's great. There's that thing too. when you see a movie and they have all those, uh, what do you call the leaf, the olive bush thing shape, and it has Sundance yeah. and all the film festivals. And if you see a lot of those leaves, you're like, oh, that must be a good movie. Yeah, you just see the leaf. Yeah, that's right. You see like, yeah, olive and, branches. And it, this must be great. Yeah, and the olive branch might say like, uh, Poughkeepsie Film Festival or uh, Wyoming <laughs> Film Festival. No, you don't even read Toronto, the text. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's usually but, Toronto Film Festival now. I mean, it, it, there's the one side where people are making money off of people's hope, and it's a little bit crooked. The other mm-hmm. side is there's so much content out there. There's so many people making things. How do you go through? How do you know it's good? Yeah. yeah. How do you know? Yeah, which is another you know yeah, like the New York Times bestseller this. list. It it helps people get noticed. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I have a friend uh, who's been on the New York Times bestseller list, and she told me, like, you know, I'm not wealthy. <laughs> she was like, you know, she was pleading with me because I was like, I saw her after she had been on the list, and I was like, wow, you really made it. And she's like, 
actually, you know, to get on the list, you don't have to sell that many books. And then because people don't read many books for a little while and people don't read. anymore. (laughs) Congratulations, you just sold a dozen. But it did help her career, actually. It helped her get a second. It helped her get an advance on her second book where she hoped that it definitely doesn't hurt. But um, Mm -hmm. I I really I, I think there's something terrible in taking advantage of people's hope. Yeah, and so, you know, like there are, but there are um, awards in art, and usually they're nominated by your peers, right? Yeah. But the, I mean, to me, the art awards are a little bit similar to the Grammys. It's like, who the hell takes that serious? Are you really going to listen to music because it won a Grammy? Right, but there, I mean, there's a. So I'm really in, anti uh, these yeah. labels. I'm very, I'm getting kind of uh, amped up, but. I really think all this hierarchy is is, uh, You're amped. is I, I, I'm just against this hierarchy of the top 100 lists and the top 10 lists and the most influential and it's like, just have the courage to look around for yourself yeah. don't don't uh, wait for someone to tell you oh it was in the New York Times bestseller so so I mean in uh, in art of course the Turner Prize I think is probably the top yeah and then there's certain grad schools and then curators will go mm-hmm. to those grad schools and they go oh you're at this school. But, you know, yeah, and there's a little bit of, um, you know, I mentioned the Turner Prize. I mentioned it because there's a little bit of colonial power wrapped up in that, too, right? Like, it's this British art prize, right? It's like... Well, I, they, I, th- you know, I think the art that's remembered is art around economic and political powers. Mm, mm. Yeah, well, then that's, you know, that ends up being the thing. So the same thing's true with the Oscars. Or, yeah. I, I was remarking but, the other day that I thought that the Golden Globes were like a legit, like the foreign press. And then I found out... <laughs> No, it's actually like less legitimate than the Oscars. Uh, it's something to do with like a small group of people, and they. It's really like the the studios buy the awards. <laughs> it's like oh yeah, all this stu- you know. Like, but did, and, did and you did you like, ever did you ever consider like oh I should see that movie because it won Oscars? Um, I guess it's a big PR. Yeah, thing. yeah. I I have done I have done that. I've been like I should see it, uh, and and it'll just become this thing like I'm supposed to. So that because I, of a social pressure. Yeah, or I don't know. I, I I I've mentioned this a few times in this podcast, but I'm really into uh, extreme music. That's actually the name of the category. Uh, whether <laughs> it, yeah, it's not the coolest name, but I've just always been into. You know, when you're 14 or 16, and you ask people what kind of music you're into. And some people immediately have an answer. And other people are like, I'm just kind of into everything except the loud stuff. And so mm. I think it was always, I don't want to listen to, uh, I don't know, I'm just not into Top 40. And uh, Well, I mean, that's not very many people are. I mean, most people are, but not No, really most, most people are like, yeah, I just turn on the radio. It sounds good, as long as it's not offensive. And then I would I be into be- whatever is offensive. I mean, in art in in art circles, it would it would be rare to find someone that's into top forty. I think. Don't no, I mean, there's so many people who are into Jeff Koons. That's top forty. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but that, I see. that's top the equi- that's the equivalent the equivalent of mm. of Star Wars is is Jeff Koons mm-hmm. in in art. Right. I'm not saying yeah. Star you, Wars you, is good or bad, but that's the 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 <laughs> top grossing artist. You know. Right, 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 right. And they'd feel like they have to go. Yeah, I have. Yeah, to like go see like I think Jeff Michael. Koons I saw. I saw an architectural digest thing on Michael Bay and he collects Anish Kapoor. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the realm of like big shiny things, explosions, mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. metal objects in your house. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's related. 
So I've only won one award as an artist, uh, and the, it was at the... <laughs> the Jeremy uh, Bailey Award? <laughs> <laughs> when I was very young, uh, when I just started out, I won an award at the Ann Arbor Film Festival. Hmm. And it was an award f- uh, for the funniest film, uh, the Prix d'Avanti. And I actually, like... Did you have to, w- did you have to sp- break your piggyback no, no. to enter the award? I- no, I was just like in the festival okay. and uh, I didn't have to pay to be in the festival. They asked me to be in the festival and then they gave me this award. And I actually legitimately felt good about that early on, you know, my career, because I was like, I was trying to be funny. Well, it, <laughs> I, like, I do think, of course, it, I think there's nothing wrong with awards. I'm just really yeah. against um, it. I'm, I'm really against people following other people's judgment blindly so they say oh mm. what do you think of this artist yeah he's really good he won the Turner Prize like, that's not right. a reason why the work is good yeah well that's how they make it yeah that's again that's that third party assurance like yeah it's the I'm same thing it's like oh have you heard of this artist he's represented by such and mm-hmm. such gallery oh then it must be good yeah so that's really my philosophy in general too which is like hey if you're creating a great thing and you're happy and excited about it <laughs> then the award is actually uh, it's mostly ego driven right it's like sort of yeah. mostly wrapped up in yourself to, um, yeah. kind of problem I mean I'm gonna come back to this topic a million times but Black Sabbath was famously always ignored by critics mm. the, really? because critics at the time thought that a rock band should be have the whole emotional range from the ballad to the operatic solo mm. to the aggression and, and have the whole spectrum of everything and they're like no we're just gonna do slow do me uh, we're gonna follow this path mm-hmm. and then all the rock at that moment was very was virtuosity mm, and they're like this yeah. is too this was basically dumb music for, for hooligans or something yeah and they said well we're always a people's band and so, so if if yeah. I, I really believe that uh, they created something uh, that was well, highly influential by being and, different yeah did. and so yeah. if if the critics at the time are like mm, mm-hmm. i'm not really feeling it then it, right. i mean critics and also juries they're just a bunch of people it's just the the opinion of a few mm-hmm. people yeah yeah and as we've talked about i think before on this podcast like a lot of uh our peers and artists that were working in experimental media and internet art and so on and so forth were sort of have been looked over like or uh, you know weren't included in in conversations <laughs> well, the, the other thing know, so is that they make it. maybe they just weren't that good because a <laughs> well, lot of people to, feel left over, I, like everybody yeah. every artist feels like they don't get the attention they deserve but uh, sure maybe I got a lot maybe more, it's just yeah. not that good maybe 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 but <laughs> but maybe maybe not like i won that 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 silly award that i mentioned earlier <laughs> when i was showing in film festivals but as soon as i sort of made my work available for free online i st- you know i didn't really qual- there were no awards for that well if if like, you just see the award as a, a it's like buying adwords or something and mm-hmm. you just have to do it but i i think those systems Whenever there's a game that's designed by someone else, it's mm-hmm. like a casino, and you know that they're gonna. A few people can play poker professionally, but in general, the system is made to make money. So, but it strikes me that uh, if we came up with an award, you know, maybe we could, maybe we could design an award that gets around all these problems. You know, it would be like the uh, they just give know. give people money award. Yeah, the extreme art award. <laughs> but um like you just have to be the most extreme but you be the most different the most interesting maybe maybe awards are great when you 
I don't know. Maybe it's just I never won awards, so that's why I don't like awards. But the People's Choice Awards, that's the where I wanted to go a little bit because yeah. you're kind of alluding to this, which is like, well, who are these people? <laughs> and like the critics and who nominated them to be important? Da, 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 da. Usually it's based on some kind of like, there's a judge based on, you know, has some status or has achieved something. Yeah, gatekeepers. But then there are these awards that are looked down on as lesser awards and usually run by MTV, apparently, <laughs> or like VH1, so-called like People's Choice Awards or worse yet, like Teen Choice Awards. And so like the word choice is in there. And it's some for some reason, if the people like it, and I just thought this was interesting. Yeah, but that's just with, box office results. You don't even need an award for that. Is is that is that what you think, though? Yeah, is it people vote like, oh, I like this movie. I watched but, it. But that that relies on an economic system. Like, what if they someone made like amazing music, right? People loved it, but they gave it away for free. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, that's I, a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, no, <laughs> but the the interesting thing for me is that um, we do need some form of gatekeepers or tastemakers. I guess because you you can't follow everything. You can't read every book, so you do need someone to be like, hey, check out this book. Uh, well, yeah, I guess I guess so. So, I mean, here's a here's a question: Do you use any review? Do you use reviews when you're looking for a movie to watch, or or when you're going to buy a product? Do you go visit Wirecutter.com or anything like that? Um, yeah, I watch. Well, if I buy products, I'll usually. But that's I refer to as products generically. That's like no, no, no. It, it, I'm thinking about electronic projects, uh, products. But then I'll, yeah. I'll see the results, and it, but that's more scientific. Like, okay, these are the results of this. <laughs> scientific. You know, it, yeah. no. I'm I'm saying like a computer performance. You can do a Geekbench test and see how it performs, and you can see how long the battery runs. That's very different from saying, yeah, this movie's not so original. That's hard to measure. Mm. But there are all these subjective dimensions. You're saying it's there's an objectiveness to that, but yeah, yeah, I'm talking about utilities. But when I, if I'm gonna check out a movie, no, but I'll, I'll definitely, if I read an interview with someone and they said, oh, this movie really did something for me, and I, mm-hmm. I like the per- what the person is about, then I'll check out the movie. Then I'll usually mm-hmm. just watch the trailer and decide. Because they always put the little, you know, the audience score next to the critic score now yeah and i've used rotten tomatoes and I, it's always wrong like it's almost it's almost always almost always yeah but it's don't. also like what's your favorite music me personally well, i mean I na- name a few name a few that just pop to you into your like joy division or something like that like yeah what cla- else classic uh what else would i like uh, i don't know i might like a top 40 like a drake or something from time to time okay i might mix it up yeah so would you would you ever look at the grammys and think like that's what i'm going to listen to today um no i, I wouldn't the grammys actually are totally that seems like an award that i don't know maybe it's just me but as i've gotten older i didn't even know do they still do those <laughs> <laughs> yeah here yeah, in yeah, canada yeah. we have also a canadian award called the juno which is even like it's the and then it's like just canadians in some ways it's actually better because the canadian artists are always way more interesting that reminds me of the crawl show did you see the crawl show yeah 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 because when they have the what's the the british empire the the British Empire. Well, there's only well, one. They have those singing awards. <laughs> no, no, but it's it's New Zealand and Australia. Oh, the you Commonwealth. mean the Commonwealth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have the, <laughs> the Commonwealth Talent Scout. And, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah. I really recommend watching the Crawl Show. I think it's highly underappreciated. Mm. But you know the one thing about awards. Yeah, Crawl Show is great. I'll well, there, there's an example: notes. the Crawl Show. It mm-hmm. didn't win any awards. Mm-hmm. It didn't do well in terms of numbers. 
Nobody yeah. knows about it. Nobody talks about it. And I thought it was great. No, people so, have talked. To, people have talked about it. No, I mean compared to I th- it got. Well, you're you're alluding canceled. to something. You're I, alluding I'm, to something which is the, the 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 best award you can get, which is the cult classic status. <laughs> you know, like if you can get if you can be cult famous, which is kind of where where I think this podcast is going. <laughs> but then, like, if no, we're people, just we're just raking in the cash. But you know, yeah, exactly. But you know, like. Cult classics or like cult famous is considered the most prestigious of all statuses, right? Because it's well, you're like you're, all, you're back into the hierarchy. Like, why is that more prestigious than? Anything? Well, I'm just I'm just trying to describe. The, I'm just trying to define it for you. And the reason is usually it's because people in the know, people with good taste, know about it. But the regular people, they don't. I just cringe. Like the I know the idea of good taste <laughs> of is very is very disturbing to me. It's yeah, you're you're right. There's social power in all of these, uh, yeah. in all of these sort of schemes. Yeah, it's condescending. So. Oh, they don't know. I do. And I, but I, you know, you characterize yourself as like, <laughs> as this like, almost like uh, I don't know, man of the people. But I imagine you walking down the streets of Manhattan, shaking people's hands. <laughs> like, no, I hate everybody. Like, don't worry. <laughs> oh, it's the opposite. You're yeah, the kind of I'm the people's misanthropist. <laughs> Yeah. No, but like, but I I think I think the idea of of maybe that's also the idea of an award and and a tastemaker is maybe a bit old fashioned because well, now yeah, we, this is now we, we we have yeah. access to we can we, let's let's forget politics for a second but we can follow everybody and we can see what our friends are into instead of mm-hmm. going on a TV station that has a music top of the pop show once oh, every right. three weeks. And they tell you what the new song. You're is. alluding to the venerable, yeah, the venerable, yeah, the di- like the real thing is: is it top down or is it bottom up, right? So well, it's it's, it's rhizomatic or networky, or it, yeah. you know, it's about nodes and connections. But ultimately, like all of that is in jeopardy. Like, so the top down was replaced by the bottom up the social network, and now that's all in jeopardy because because we 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 got too friendly with each other, and now we need algorithms to help sort our friends out. Uh, and the content that they post, right? Like, so, th- you know, I think Facebook probably when you first started out using it was actually legitimately a good way to see what your friends were up to. But then you got too many friends or they were posting too much and Facebook had to, you know, prioritize what you saw first. But And yeah, so now there's, it's there's like your friends... There's still something called hanging out and then you can, you in can person. ask people what they are listening to. Yeah, but then they're always like picking up their phones to, to check and see. I gotta look up what's. Good. Or you start a podcast with a friend, and then you can really like a, talk. Have you really? Have you tried to go out for dinner with a friend that you just like ran into on the street or coffee or something in a, in a neighborhood or when you're traveling and you meet with another artist and you're you like let's go to lunch? Yeah. What's the first thing that happens? Well, I think there's I'm a general like, there's a general thing you. that I have so much time and most people are very busy that I always ask people to go to lunch and then they're like sure and then it doesn't happen. But when I'm traveling, what I've noticed when I'm with I'm you know most of the time when I'm traveling with other artists, we'll we'll say that and it used to be that we just look around for a place, but now we will spend the next thirty minutes debating the reviews on like Yelp or Foursquare. No. Yes, no. I, this happens to me it's all a, the time. It's exactly now. no. The coolest thing is is when you run into an artist in their hometown well yeah i'm not that's different because then you get their recommended best place yeah i'm just saying when you're both strangers somewhere you you know you fall back when you're in this anxious position on like a review i'll do it obviously when i'm on my own too yeah i guess it's different because new york is such a center you run into each other you say let's have lunch but that doesn't mean you have lunch at that moment Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah, I guess. I, uh, yeah, the scenario I, that I just means a, a maybe in the next ten years, we'll, our schedule will match. What I mean is like two people hanging out, like I was at a media Fran- festival or something. Yeah, in Frankfurt or something like that, and they're like, "We're let's have lunch." Like, oh no, we don't know where to go. Actually, I was with some people that were legitimately from there. I think and- you, I think you have a good point here. Okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> so- a very good point because this is exactly what we were talking about. Where um, awards are stupid, we should trust our own friends. But what if? You don't have any... You're both new to the situation. And yeah, you don't know anything. There's no expertise. And then Yelp has... Here's an interesting problem. It's a, it's a software design problem. Mm-hmm. Let's say there are five restaurants on Yelp and people like a certain restaurant and they give it... Five people give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Then some five other people arrive and four of them also pick that restaurant. Two of them don't like it but still get seven thumbs up. And mm-hmm. so there's this thing that once you're in the top, you yeah. get more and more attention. And maybe the restaurant changes owners, but still there's so many people going there that you're like, wow, it has 700 reviews. Uh, and and so there's, yeah, yeah. I, I don't so know, I there, there must it, be a word it, for that, but it, well, it's a big problem. I ran into this at work, actually, because um, we have like a new iPhone app, is a, a new version of our product, and it's still being developed, so it's like not quite there yet. We're not going to mention it, your employer until they no, pay, pay for our podcast time. Right. right just don't mention true. them by name. I, I'll just keep it, yeah. Because they sponsor anyway, so, a lot of podcasts. So, so what hap- this happens to all apps. Let me just put that out. Like the, whether you work at Etsy or Dropbox or whatever. And so when you're putting something new out, it's usually kind of in beta. You're trying to get things in as quickly as possible. But while you're doing that, people are writing reviews on on iTunes and they're usually writing reviews that are like one or two stars and they're like this sucks and whatever and it's like why did you take away that feature add this feature in? and those are all legitimate um, but it's not the uh, best things. place for discussion on software features but most of the time actually yeah, it's not the best place and also most of the time it's because a crash is happening and the crash might be related to them might be related to you but you've already fixed the crash but the review is still there and so what best practice is is when you Oh, you know, when you make an app, you're supposed to pop up a mo- like some kind of a dialogue after people have started using it for a while that says, give us five stars on, mm. do you like this app? Give us five stars on, on iTunes. And if not, click here to email support. <laughs> and what you're doing there, which is really interesting, I think, in terms of best practices, you're steering all the good people towards like the highest possible rating. Everyone that's like, not the good people, rather, all the people that have positive things to say to skew iTunes towards a high rating. And then everyone that's like sort of, uh, you know, has a complaint or something, you you put take them to a private conversation. And you might have noticed this, I think, on the internet uh, where comment threads have been uh, sort of uh, shut down on a lot of publications. And also like forums aren't as big a thing as they used to be. Um, and that was because like, I, the, I think the, I think what we're finding out is that the internet is a, a great place for exhibiting work and it's a terrible place for communication. Well, it's just like, I don't know, we've drifted a little bit off topic, but really it isn't because it's about like, how do we make decisions about what's good or bad and how we relate to one another and, you know, how we, you know, how we learn about a new thing and a new scene and it ultimately among internet artists, I think this is a relevant topic because... You know, like it's this weird new thing in this weird space and people don't get it. And then they like try and triangulate, you know, the opinions of the institutions. The institutions are like, oh, we don't even know what you're talking about. And so then certain institutions, like for a long time, it was Rhizome and Internet Art emerge and they start to say like, hey, we know what we're talking about and these people are good. And then they make an award and there's an award now called the Pre-Net Art. And then that award starts to carry like some prestige and then, you know, different. Then it's like 
oh, this person had the award. Now this other person yeah. has the award. And, and, and it's, it's funny when you have a net art prize and it's actually against the whole uh, self-initiated DIY Idea well, this is the thing. Like, yeah. The, yeah, that's yeah. I think that's the very good, a very good point, which is that the that's not the way that you know that's not what the culture was built to do. It wasn't about that, right? So it wasn't about being the most popular. It was about yeah. reaching most people in without compromise. Doing not even what reaching you, the most people. Just no, having but with freedom to do whatever. Freedom you want. to do what you wanted to do. That's what I was you know trying to say. But you got yeah. there first. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway. I just wanted to make a point that like art awards, design awards, they're kind of stupid. But then I thought. The museum show is kind of the art award. So whenever you get whenever you get the opportunity to do a solo show in a museum, that's like winning an award. And the more you get, uh, it, the higher it's like a snowball. Yeah. And, yeah. and and it. So my argument is: go find out for yourself what's interesting. Don't rely on tastemakers. But it's that same problem with the restaurant. Where, okay, you have three days in Barcelona. I want to see some art. Mm-hmm. pretty good chances that if I go to the main museum, there will be some interesting works. Or I could go to five little uh, galleries, but I would have to figure it out. I would have to map it. I know, you know that the, funny? the museum has a good cafe. I know there's other stuff nearby. They have a good bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go there. Yeah, yeah, and there's a cafe. That's the main and thing so usually the, for people. Yeah, that's, it's, it's a distribution node. When I was younger, though, it's funny because I remember I visited London in for the first time, London, England. When uh, for, I had a girlfriend there in 2000, so uh, it was like the internet. I, there were no mobile. There was no iPhone. There was no mobile internet that was popular. And when I was there, I was like, I didn't have a job. I was just like a young man <laughs> with a girlfriend that had to work all day, so I was free during the days. And I would go get a magazine called Time Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think it still exists. Yeah, it's but a it website like, now. You would wait for Time Out to come out. You'd be really excited. You'd get it, and you'd open it in London anyway, and you'd look through all the openings and all the shows that were open. All the theater, then, all the book yeah, signings. but then I would just go to each one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had and a lot then, like, of energy back then. But yeah, but through the experience of like, and I had a lot of time, right? But through the experience of seeing them all, I'd start, I started to develop a taste. Like, ooh, I thought that was interesting or that was good as that. But the first one, I didn't really have any idea what was going on. I was not even just, I just started art school. Um, but it only, you know, it's like as I saw more, just like as you drink more wine, you kind of get a little bit, yeah. you know, better at tasting good from bad. Yeah. It was so more so about I guess the, the, deeper, the deeper you dive in, the, the less guidance you need. Yeah, like I, I don't know what good extreme music is when you're mentioning extreme music, right? But yeah. if I listen, and if I listen to one song, I'd probably think it was terrible. But if I listen to a hundred, I'd start to pick up on yeah. different nuances. But then there's the, the, what I was <clears> talking <throat> about. So there's different gatekeepers, and and the gatekeepers take advantage of people's hope. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of museum shows, those are often very expensive to produce. So often wealthier countries or artists with big galleries will be able to do a show they might consider another artist but they're like well where are we get, gonna get well, the like money like you said I think they take advantage of people's anxiety about not knowing what's good from bad right so they're like well yeah. this is good this is good we said it we yeah. don't think it's and, good and it's, I, we told you it's good I, I guess <laughs> it's just at the at the base level it's humans follow certain experts and, and they mm-hmm. trust certain experts yeah I mean I, one thing that's interesting in art and I don't know if this is true in other disciplines uh, it is is if you write about it, it's worth more. <laughs> Still, if it's written about. Yeah, uh, but it should be written by a third party. Yeah, you can't write about your own thing. <laughs> yeah. But, for example, with, with art magazines, it's it's commonly known that um, 
there's some editorial freedom, but they have to make money, so they have to get ads from galleries. And if they mm-hmm. constantly write bad reviews about the galleries that are actually buying the most ads, it's not a. They're not going to explicitly say that, but they know like you can't buy. Th- mm-hmm. There's there's just a fundamental economic interest, and yep. and there's a tie, and I don't even know if that's good or bad, but it's just the the fact that there's a conflict of interest. You can't you can't. Um, like art publications run on ads from galleries, but they also review gallery exhibitions. And imagine yeah. if if consumer electronics, uh, 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 consumer yeah. consumer test yeah. magazines are not paid for by ads, are they? Um, consumer what? Uh, consumer consumer reports. Yeah, are probably the yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're pretty legit. I mean, it, imagine there's a consumer reports on different cars and it's sponsored by Ford and by Hyundai that -hmm. would be weird no but that's the way art magazines work yeah so I mean who can we trust I guess ourselves is that is that the bottom line (laughs) Hmm? I mean because there are also government awards and government uh, people that sort of yeah uh, theoretically are are not biased Uh, in Canada we have something called a governor general's award it's the highest honor you can get from the queen Uh, And it's like a lifetime achievement award. No one ever questions it, actually. Uh, But there's sometimes there are, you know, you'll hear political mumblings, but they'll be like, "Good job," because it's like you're about to die. (laughs) 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 You deserve. deserve Thanks for hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, seems like there's a lot of awards for, like, like grants for people who just get started, and then there's a lot of awards at the end. At the end, it's like you know, we never told you this. Yeah. We love. We love you. Wow, you, you're so old. <laughs> well, I See, this is where I think when you said they're taking advantage of your hope, I think that there's a fundamental desire that people have to be acknowledged for ma- for creating something of value to others. Right? Yeah, but I, I really think it's up to... I'm thinking from the point of a creator that if you think of creative endeavors as some sort of beauty pageant and you're hoping to be picked, mm-hmm. you're, it, that's not the right... Uh, it's just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. That's why I never entered a beauty pageant. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would know you would destroy the competition. And That's feel right, because like my legs would just devour the competition. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I so mean, basically, a, yeah. I have no opinion. I think awards are fine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we came, we came out the other side. <laughs> yeah. Awards are neutral. You can go out and pay for your award. Hey, hey, yeah, I we, would just not recommend paying for entering awards because it's like a casino. Yeah, I mean, it's a slot yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah. If they really want you, they they they'll just uh, nominate you regardless. Well, that's that's the thing. Anyway, so um, that's it, I guess. Is there anything else uh, to talk about today? <laughs> this is supposed to be a short episode. So I'm just wondering, like, well, the the, the wives are still not here. We can talk freely. Uh, yeah. No, I think this is a good ending. It's uh, a good ending. It's fine. Yeah, I. Um, and uh, yeah, I recommend everybody to start their own award, even if you have five dollars. Just start an award. That would be funny, actually, if if it was just like you know, because at, awards editorialize, if you know, and help you know it's important. What if there are too many awards and we need you know, an award it, for the awards? Yeah, that, what I I want to start Maybe an award. I'll, I'll start an award, and um, we should you, award you can nominate. Award. But I want to do an award for the nicest person because I think nobody ever gets credit for being really nice. People always get credit for being innovative or creative. Or being a jerk, or, yeah. Yeah. But who's the <laughs> nicest? But that, it's hard to I measure. Think, I think I gave you that award once. 
No, I'm not a nice person. <laughs> that's for sure. You've definitely given it to me a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what a, that's called a hug, right? It's like it's <laughs> your reward for being nice. No, but it, it, it's it's funny because we it, it, the people we remember historically are like, oh, this person was a hero was because a, he were a tyrant Napoleon or something. But no, nobody Gandhi was, like, was nice, right? Yeah, that's true. Oh, Mother Teresa. Then I, I heard all this stuff that Mother Teresa just had all this self-interest in exposing <laughs> suffering. Selfish for, Mother Teresa. No, no, yeah, yeah. But she, <laughs> she would, she would exaggerate the suffering of her photos, and, uh, and she would sometimes obstruct uh, medical care. I don't. Know, I remember this article where it was kind of a dark side to her, addicted <laughs> to attention. <laughs> Can't trust anything. That's terrible. Yeah, look it up. It's on the Mother internet. Teresa. It must be true. But you know, in that you know, in that ego, there's a vulnerability, like someone that just wants to be acknowledged. Anyway, so good job, world. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for this week. We have nothing to give you, nothing more. But we're we're probably going to be back very shortly again with a longer podcast that's yeah. maybe a little bit more organized. But yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so Bye, much everyone. for thanks for listening. Uh, for everything. Thanks for listening. Be nice. Oh, and you could give us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, or one. Uh, or if you have something negative I, to I say, I couldn't figure us. out how to rate a podcast. It, it, yeah. What? Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. I wish iTunes didn't have this racket going. I really don't. I don't, I, you know, I don't like, they have too much control, too much power. But, uh, that's the topic for another day. That's the yep. uh, ecosystems topic. Okay. Okay. With the, bye, everyone. I don't know. How, yeah, bye. I don't even know how it ends. There's no field recording. There's nothing. It's <laughs> poof.